discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Father, thank you for this opportunity that we have once again. We are grateful, we are thankful. Thank you for your precious Holy Spirit who is here with us to teach us your word, to bring clarity, to bring understanding, to bring insight into your word. Thank you that you carry us on the wings of eagles through the scriptures, through your word. And thank you for great enlightenment and great advancement for all of us. Thank you that your house is built. Your church is built. We are built because we are your church. Yes, we are advanced even some more through your word and through this meeting. Thank you for great grace minister to all of us. Even in Jesus' name. Amen. Beautiful. Hallelujah. Chapter 4 is the available church, isn't it? Yes, the available. Are you available today? And I shared so many things concerning the available church. I'm going to continue that on Sunday. That's tomorrow, tomorrow morning. So the last time I ended on point four, isn't it? I don't know if you remember. What was point one? What was the first point? With respect to being available, understanding the importance of church attendance. The church location is, is a place chosen by God, isn't it? Beautiful. And number two was what? Is the pillar and ground of truth uh-huh. the location for eating and transformation wow. of glory, transformations of glory, isn't it? Beautiful. Then point three was what? There's a place of many elevations. Many elevations. Wow. So as you have gathered today, elevation is coming to you, isn't it? It happens every time we gather. Isn't it not beautiful? Then number four is what? It is the place to gather into the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that was what we ended, isn't it? Okay, so there, there's number five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, I think. Yes, ten. Number what? Five. It is the place to, uh, for the flow of the corporate. So the next one is the place to go from strength to strength. Okay. Then number seven is, is the place designed for God's children to flourish. Then number eight is that is the place of real joy. Then number nine is that is the place for God's children to be truly cared for. Then number ten is that is the place for God's children to dwell forever. So I'm going to go through number five all the way to number ten. Today I want us to do chapter five and chapter six, and then maybe we'll do chapter seven and eight as well. Okay? Is it powerful? So chapter chapter five is. Um, and another, the prophet, honoring the prophet oriented church, isn't it? The glorious church. T is for what? What's the T? The available church. And then H is what? 
Honoring the prophet-oriented church. That's what we're coming to do. The E is what? Evangelism and mission conscious church. We are going to do that today too. Then the glorious J is what? God-oriented church. So we may do that if we have time. Then L is what? Love-oriented church. Then the O is what? Organized, souling, Sunday services, oriented church. Then R is what? Rich and I, intimate counseling, oriented church. Wow. Intimate counseling. You should be able to talk to your pastor with concerning certain things concerning your life. There are people who can't open up. You're afraid. What are you afraid of? You have gone to full. Come and say, I, I want to do this and that and that. Please help me. Or it's coming to my mind. There are some things coming to my mind to full. Oh, yes. Pastor, I need help. Then you can, it can be mitigated. Yeah. Do you get it? Uh-huh. Intimate counseling. Like yes. You, are, you can be in a church and nobody knows that you even have a father or mother. We don't know your siblings, who your siblings are. We don't know if you come from a family or you come from a tree or from a river. We don't know anything. You come and go. And that's what some people prefer. There are people in certain churches, they prefer, they don't want to be known. They prefer to be anonymous. Elijah the teacher, you just show up. No, it doesn't work like that. You must be known. Eh? If you are in a church and you are being shepherded, you must be known. Because shepherding does not start. It's like my sheep know my voice. Do you see? And I know my sheep. So you must, the shepherd must know you. Must know what's going on with you. Must, must have access to you. And that's what intimate counseling oriented church is. We'll, we'll get to that. Okay? There are a lot of churches. I mean, you can go. I used to be in a certain church. One day I visited a certain church. And when I got there, this was a midweek service. There were a lot of people there. Maybe about 2,000 people there. Beautiful church in this our Accra. Now, after the service, this was about four years ago or three years ago. After the service, I just decided to pass through to see how they do things. Do you see? I'm a pastor, so I, I have to learn from other churches when I'm prompted. You know? So I went after the service. Right after the service, I was with my younger brother in the church. Right after the service, within five minutes, the whole church was finished. Everybody left. Five minutes, the compound was empty. Everybody was gone. I tell you, five minutes. When they closed, nah, I, I didn't see anybody talking to anybody, shaking anybody, doing. Everybody, the whole place, cutted. Five minutes. Yes, I couldn't believe my eyes. I couldn't believe my eyes. I was like, ah. What is this? Because what I know is that in our church, when we go close, we are now, there's another meeting for another, another service is coming to happen for one to two hours. Interaction, I mean, we are just talking. We, you like it, we like it, we like being around, isn't it? Yes. When, if I go and preach somewhere and I go with some of our people, when I finish preaching, the people of the church can go. And with that, we have come from somewhere. We will be, we'll still be there. And we are talking, and then they want to close their church, and we are still there, we are still talking. <laughs> Hey, hmm. that's how it's supposed to be. It's like nobody's nobody's friend. Yes, I know someone has been in that church and he's not known at all. Nobody knows he's been there for about seven years. They don't know him. If you don't make yourself known, nobody will know you. And if nobody tries to get to know you, nobody will know you. It's an amazing thing. So, intimate counseling is very important. So, intimate counseling oriented church, organized bus, Uber, boat, etc. oriented, trotro, taxi. Everything oriented church. Hallelujah. That's all. Isn't it? Then you is what? 
understanding-oriented church, we must make sure that everybody in the church understands what is going on, understands the word of God. Sometimes we can close service. When we close the service and ask someone, what did you learn? The pastor said we shouldn't sin. It's one of the major, it's like it's a sure answer for every question that is asked. Meanwhile, the pastor may not have preached concerning sin at all. He preached about the glorious church. The people don't understand what is going on. Have you seen some people? You are sure you have seen some people? Yeah. When we close and you ask them, oh, Charlie, what did you learn? You'll be shocked. They'll say many things that you, never seen. that you didn't even see. That the pastor didn't see. Have you seen them before? Oh, it's all over. You'll be shocked. So, we, maybe you cry, you have done some before, isn't it? So, we must make sure <laughs> the Glorious Church is a church that has understanding of God's word. You see, uh-huh. we'll talk about that. Then, S is what? Shepherding for Solical Salvation oriented church. So, when we talk about we're going to talk about shepherding, what it means, what Solical Salvation means, how to get people saved solically. Okay? Then, the next one, Glorious Church. So, now we are on church. C is what? Children-oriented church. A church that is interested in children. Hmm? Were you a child some few years ago? Yes. The child that is a child today will not be a child after some time. We have some children in our church. Now, they are nurses. They are nursing students. We have one is a nurse. One is a teacher. One is in teacher training and all of that. Yes. When we, when we met them, they were around seven years old. Now, they are 18, 19. Yes. Some are in university now because it's been 10 years or 11 years since we met them. Can you imagine? So, you, you may be despising the child now, but very soon, yes, our church in Kumasi has some of those people. We met them as small, small children, kiddie boobs and kiddie bops. You think that they are nothing. Nyaka, nyaka poops and nyaka poops. <laughs> the shambooms and the shambooms. <laughs> Mommy's puppies, the shambooms and the sham. Do you know those things? Hey. So, you were a child. If you don't know kiddie boobs and kiddie bops, then you were really. How many of you watched by the fireside? Look around. Keep your hand up. Look around. Huh. How many of you watch Captain Planet? <laughs> it maybe it was shown recently. That's why you saw it. How about uh, uh, Shifu? <laughs> it was shown recently. That's why you know it. <laughs> Teletubbies. <laughs> Someone said Teletubbies. Teletubbies. <laughs> Gantata and all of those things. If you don't know by the fireside, then it means you don't know. Yes. It means that you were a child. How many of you were born on, in the year 2000? Yes. Year 2000, I finished GSS. And I was, going to, I was getting to secondary school. Yes. Year 2000, I was entering secondary school. Can you imagine? Yes. And you were now born. But you are here today. You are, you are, you are, you are not a child. You are not a child. It means that you are 22 this year. You are a very big girl. Yes, I left university when I was 22. So 22 is like you were very... I mean, I was teaching in a secondary school when I was 22 years old. And all the girls were worrying because they realized like I'm like them. <laughs> hey! So don't despise children. A glorious church is a glorious church. The, gl- the glorious church is a church that does not despise children and works on children and suff- suffer the children to be around. Allow the children to grow. Do you see? And are interested in their children. You can become an uncle and an auntie in the children's ministry where you are helping, visiting people in secondary school and visiting them. You have somebody, some three people that you are responsible for as a, as a, as a church member. 
Do you see? In their children's way, you are responsible. When they go to secondary school, you visit them. Share the word of God with them. Go with some biscuits. You'll be surprised. I mean, secondary, if you're in secondary school and, and they bring you Shemima. You know Shemima. Shemima. Minyami Shemima. You know Shemima. What is Shemima? The biscuit. Do you know Shemima? How many of you know Shemima? Hey, because if you don't share, then it means you didn't go to secondary school. Shemima is biscuits. Do you know how I used to enjoy my Shemima? I'll do cook. Uh, sorry, uh, what's it called? Milo. No, those times we couldn't even afford the Milo. We could afford chocolate. chocolate. Do you know chocolate? The big, big ones. The sugar inside, or a lot of sugar. You don't need sugar inside. You don't need anything. You just put water and then you put. I know I had a, I had a, a dumb mate who would count the chocolate. He would pour it on his trunk and then he would count it. Charlie, the, the pressure was a lot. So he would count maybe about 20 of them and then use it for his chocolate mix and add Shemima to it. Hey! <laughs> Yeah, so you do the chocolate and then you break the shamima inside, the biscuits inside. And then you stir. It's conflicts. It's nice, I tell you. One day. One day. Do you like my story or you don't like my story? Yes. One day, I was, this was, I was in the first year. First year, third term. Form one, third term. And I had reserved one tin of milk. <laughs> because, you know, you know, as you are coming to school, I didn't know first time when I was coming, every, everything was exposed. It was all in my chow box. And when I came, when my, my, my father did me bye-bye and left, they just opened the chow box, all the sardines, everything. I mean, it's finished. That was it. Welcome. Yes, that's, that's your welcome. You eat, you eat that oh, for three months. Yes. So I had grown, I had developed some wisdom. Do you get it? To so even have two types of shito, the very hot one and the very mild, the mild one. When someone asks you for the shito, you give them the hot one. They don't ask you for shito again. <laughs> hey! Yes. You keep, you keep the cool one somewhere. My shito was in my trunk where my dresses are. Because, Charlie, if you expose it in there, it's, I mean, someone, my job was someone took. My chobox was locked, but someone was eating from my chobox. This is form three. Form, I was in form three, but someone was eating from my chobox. Ah, senior like me. <laughs> Not knowing my fellow form three boy, with two as he had just removed the under, and he, when he comes, he just takes it off. Everything is a sweat, and he eats whatever. He was smoking with, so he will eat everything. When he goes to smoke, when he comes, he's hungry. He'll just come and eat my, and then put it back on. When I come, the thing is locked, but the food is finishing. It was later on that I realized that. Eh. Hmm. So I reserved this milk. When I went to, I decided to just, this milk, that's it. Um, so I reserved some small Gary and all of that. Last day of school, Form 1. And I went behind one of the houses, House 4. It's House 4 is probably, so I went to behind House 4. And I mixed everything, poured all the milk into, because uh, I've not drunk milk in a very long time, so just pour all inside. Just when I was about to eat, my seniors came. <laughs> no, no, they were looking for me. <laughs> when I said, yeah, we got you. That was it. <laughs> I said, I didn't even take one spoon. That was it. Oh, Charlie, secondary school is very interesting. Huh? I tell you, wickedness is real. Some of us went to meet fathers. When we went, there were fathers, people who had beard, everything, they were there. Yeah. 
So children oriented church. Don't despise children. We're all children some time ago. Just some few years ago, you were a child. Now you are an adult. You have hair in certain places, so it's like you're a very big man. The child you are seeing today will also have these people over there. They to do group. Yes. We must not despise them. We must not think that they shouldn't be in our church and not take them seriously. This is like children's ministry is nothing. It is something. It's something. Yes. I was taking care of, care of properly in children's ministry in Church of Pentecost. That is why I'm, I'm a preacher now. Yes, they took care of me very well. I had someone who was in charge of me who would beat me like my father would beat me if I should fool around. Who would make sure I remember scriptures and make sure a lot of things are happening for me. And that's why I'm, I'm preaching. Yes. Recently, I saw he's so proud of me. I'm like, I, t- I tell him, every work I'm doing is in your account. Yes, all the work I'm doing is in your account. Yes. He's not old. He's also young. Yes, he's just maybe about, maybe about 13 years older than me. Yes, 13 years older. Just 13 years older than me. I don't know if you get it. 13 to 15 years older than me. That's, that's the age gap. Yes. So maybe he's now getting to 50. Yes, he's now getting, he will not be 50. He may be 48, 49. Yes. He's now getting to 50. Yes. And he was in charge of me. Beating me. Helping me remember scriptures. Yes. I remember the whole book of Esther. I could quote, quote the whole book of Esther. Yes. Almost the whole of John. Yes. This is Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, First and Second, Samuel, First and Second, Kings, First and Second, Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Psalms of Solomon, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentation, Ezekiel, Daniel, Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Abakuk, you see, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. You lost me after Deuteronomy. Maybe after Genesis Square, you lost me. Because you didn't go to second, you didn't go to Sunday school properly, proper Sunday school. Or when we say, let us open to, if it's a Bible, a proper Bible that you have, you can't find anywhere. You have to go to, you are doing draw or sword. They say, John 7 5. Then you go to table of content. I have to go to table of content. By the time you get there, it is finished. Yes. Or we used to do draw. Do you know draw your sword? Yes. We used to do draw your You don't know. You, do you know it? Hmm. We should do draw your sword. Yes. All of that. You know, phone is not good. Yeah. I remember I'll be, I'm the f- I'll be the first person to stand up and I'll turn and then read. Yes. Training. Fasting. I remember fast. My first fast was from 6 a.m. to 12 p.m. I was just eight years old. Yes. Serious fasts with many encounters. Praying throughout. The church is locked. <laughs> the church door is locked and we are inside. Malagada Bayabalaba. At that time, I couldn't even speak in tongues. I started speaking in tongues when I was 12. But at 8, they were there. I mean, we are there. And we are praying. I mean, we are asking for forgiveness. Whatever it is, you are inside the meeting, you are praying, and you are fasting. 12 o'clock, there's chocolate and bread at the back of the church that you can enjoy. As simple as that. Yes. When we when Prophet and myself were turning 17, we knew we knew scriptures concerning age 17 and how important 17 was. So we went on a seven-day fast. Three days, three days, three days dry. Do you get it? That's how many hours? Three, three days, how many? Is it 72 hours? 72. So 72 hours without eating, only drinking water. Yes, 72 hours without food. 
And then the rest of the four days, we were eating garnets and drinks, garnets and drinks. That's what we were eating for four days, for the other four. So making seven days. Yes. Are you surprised? Yeah. 17. We're turning 17. We used to go and pray for school fees because there's no, school, there's no money for school fees. So when the school fees time to pay, the parents will tell you, go and pray. <laughs> go and pray to God for the school fees to come. Yes. And we are praying. Young, small boys, 12, 13. We used to go for camp meetings. Camp meetings. Yes. Youth camp. Children's camp. SU camp. All those type of camps. Yes. As children. My first camp, I think I was 10. Yes, 10 years old. First camp. Yes. That's why I can do camp today. Yes. Don't prayer. It's normal. You wake up at dawn, we are praying. It's normal. It's one of the things we do. It's not now that you are coming to learn it. You see? Yes. It was inculcated into the system. Yes. It's not children's, children's ministry where they, you go and watch movies. There were Sunday school meetings. Right? People, there are some, some Sunday schools you go, they are watching movies. Yeah. Yeah. Ch- Chinese movies. <laughs> Journey to the West. Journey to the West. <laughs> Something. No, it's proper spiritual training. Do you see? Yes. We'll go for competitions and all of that. So it's important. You would think that it's not doing anything to the child. It's doing something to the child. Train up a child the way he should go and when he's grown, he will not depart from it. So some of us must become interested in children's ministry and help. You see, someone's child. This person was not my family member. There were none of them. They were not my family members, but they took care of, they t- they took care of us. Oh! Our whatever is in their account, yes, is in their account, and I see them around. When I go to my mom's place, I see them around. I see them. They are still doing their ministry, doing different different things for the Lord. Do you think God will not repay them? Yes, God will repay them. Okay. I knew. I started listening to Bishop Dag when I was fourteen years old. I knew how to listen to tapes. By age fourteen, I could sit down and listen to a message fully. Make notes and enjoy message. Mm-hmm. 14 years. I was just 14 years when I started listening to him. I heard him on radio. And I had a small radio that could record. So I'll record the message. That is, is, I had just one tape. So I'll record the message. Okay. Whilst he's playing, I'll record. Then I'll play throughout the, the day. And then the following day, when he's doing another one, I'll record over that one. Do you get it? Uh-huh. So that I record on the back or on the front. You know, tip, you can do front and back. Side A and side B. How many of you know those things? Life has changed you. How many of you know Piamonko? The cassette, that's the video cassette that you push into the deck. There's a video deck and then you push the cassette inside. Have you seen that before? <laughs> You saw it in movies. No, I'm talking about you operated one. Yes. <laughs> did, you, did you operate one? As the movie is showing, then the front will be doing... Mm-hmm. Did you ever have that? <laughs> There's a cassette cleaner, yes. You take it out and then you take it through like that. And then you wind it and then it cleans it and then you put it back. Uh-huh, the movie is clear now. Hey! Then see this game. VCD. DVD. It started with VCD and then DVD came. Hey. 
I feel very old right now. So children oriented church. Hmm? Then H is what? House of God everywhere oriented church. We must plant churches and build church buildings everywhere. God is interested in it. So I'm going to talk about these things. All right. Because the book that we are writing will come with these videos. So this video is being, it's being recorded. All the things you're saying is being recorded so that it can come. It's a training manual. You get it. So when you're smiling, smile. You never know. Maybe someone, someone will see you and say that. I like the way she's smiling. I want to. Uh-huh. Or someone, a lady will see your video and say, hey, I like that young man. Can, can, we, can we get this contact? Or someone will see and say, I want to be a friend to that person. I want to give him a business contract just because the person was smiling and was not sleeping in the meeting. Hey! <laughs> you have a testimony about that one? Please share the testimony. Hallelujah. I think um, we, give, we need to give testimony so that I know that some of the examples are not just examples in the air. This was many years ago. Uh, I was in a, a, a dance group. And during our ministrations, um, apparently, some boy, oh, we are dancing. The way it's like they are doubting us now. Anyway, they don't have it, uh, but no problem. <laughs> and we used to minister and all that. And not knowing, some people are taking notes of us. So one day, um, during the service, I was on the balcony, and we were giving offering. I didn't have money on me, so I, didn't give, I couldn't give the offering. And I really wanted to give that offering. All this while, the person had noticed me from the dancing. So one day, I was going somewhere, and then a, friend of, a, a man just stopped me. He said, he was on the phone. Then he just stopped me. He said, wait, wait. Then he finished his call. Then he said, he wanted to talk to me. He said that, oh, he has noticed me from the dancing. And he noticed one time, we're taking offering. I couldn't give an offering. So he was looking for me just after that service so that he would give me money. But before he realized, I had gone. And he had been chasing, he had been looking for me for a number of weeks. He was waiting, looking for me like that consistently. So he just wants to just bless me. And he gave me money there and then. I couldn't believe it. I was like, ah, what is happening? After that, any time he meets me, he's always wanting to meet me and he's always want to, he's giving me money from that time. Just because I was dancing as a young, I think I was a, uh, um, I don't know how, I, I can't remember the age, maybe 16, 15, yeah, 15, there about. And he took note of me. So what you are doing, you, don't, you never know who is watching you. So smile, smile, smile. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> then, uh, the Glorious Church is an unlimited faith-oriented church. Okay, we are going to talk about that. Then, R is what? Resourceful church. If you're a doctor in the church, you use your doctor things to help the church. If you're a lawyer in the church, you use your lawyering to help the, the church. If you're a con- contractor, you use your construction eh, to help the church. If you're a jeweler, you use your jewel- jewelry, whatever, to help the church. Do you get it? If you are into videos, camera work, whatever, you use your skills. Bring your skills on board so that the church can function in a certain way. Do you get it? Uh-huh. If you are, you are, uh, uh, you work with WHO or whatever, bring insurance, bring it up. <laughs> See how we can, we can, the church must be resourceful. We shouldn't lack anything. We shouldn't have to pay for certain things because you are around. Do you see? Yeah. Uh-huh. And you should be interested. What is the church doing something like this? I can, even if it's not doing that, you can create it in the church. That's what we are talking about. Do you see? Some of you work as a, as a, 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 
uh, what's it called? Those who receive calls, those who receive calls, MTN, customer care service, phone, whatever. You can bring it to church. Telepastoring. You can call people. Find out how they are doing, what's going on. Our service is good for you. What is happening? Why not? Why not? You are into security, whatever. Bring securitization of future endings into the church. <laughs> <laughs> eh? You are an accountant. Bring your accounting. Help. Come and help us manage the accounts of the church. Hmm? Yes. If there are some good investments you know in the country or abroad that you feel that we will not lose anything and we can have access to our money when we want to have access. <laughs> Just let us know that oh, there's this one that, I mean, it's very important so that we can, we can do something. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? Yes, resourceful. You can dance. Dance. Do you see? Shake your body. So all the SM, shut up, man. <laughs> Specialized ministry people. Every, uh, that's what we are talking about when we say resourceful, a resourceful church, okay? When we get there, we'll talk about this in detail. Then, C is a cell-based church. A church that is cell-based. Everybody is in a small group. The church can be big, but at the same time, it is small. Do you see? You can have a big church that is small because even though it's big, we have small groups inside the church. You belong to a small group, cell meeting somewhere, and that is where the church grows. We'll talk about cells at that point. Okay, then age is hard following church. A church that is into catching the anointing through hearing and seeing. Okay, a hard following church. So I can catch the spirit of the house and all of that. In Jesus' name, amen. So this morning, I want to do H with you, which is honor the prophet-oriented church, or honoring the prophet-oriented church, okay? So what is honor? Now, remember, I've preached about this. There are four messages that together is about seven hours that I've preached on honor. Okay, six to seven hours. So you should know that I can't teach everything here, but that is a reference message, Okay. Oh, you don't remember I've taught on Anna in this church? Yes. Just last year I was teaching concerning Anna. Okay. So I just want to give you a brief summary. Even that brief summary is long. But I want to give you a brief sum- summary and add up a few things. Okay. Anna. So what is Anna? Anna means recognition of importance or value. Anna means recognition of importance or value. Recognition of, of importance or recognizing value. Okay? Anna also means respect. Respect. It also means veneration. Veneration. Recognition of importance or value. Respect. Veneration. Hallelujah. This is important too. Anna is the key to getting the anointing and power of God's spirit operating in his servants to work for your good. Anna is the key. I didn't say it is a key. I said it is the key. Definite article. It is the key. Anna is the key to getting the anointing and power of God's spirit operating in his servants to work for your good. If you don't respect the servant of God, forget it. Remember, if you remember chapter 2, chapter 2 we spoke about how Jesus accomplishes or how Jesus builds the glorious church. Do you remember? Hey, do you remember? That one I spoke small about, but it's actually very important. It's, one, it's a fulcrum around which everything runs. How does Jesus build the church? Jesus builds his church through, his, through the word and through the spirit. 
okay, by the agency of the fivefold, fivefold ministry. That's that's what I said, okay. Hmm. Jesus builds the church through the word, through the spirit, by the agency of his, of the fivefold. When I say the fivefold, I'm talking about apostle. Uh, if, Ephesians chapter four verse eleven, and he gave some apostles. Some when Jesus ascended, he gave the Holy Spirit and he gave gifts. He gave men as gifts to the body of Christ. Okay? So he says he gave some apostles, some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. For what purpose? For the perfection of the saints. If you ignore the apostles and prophets and all of that, perfection of the saints will not, it will not happen. For the work of the ministry will not happen. For the edifying of the body of Christ will also not happen. Do you see? Mm-hmm. Every great thing God wants to do, he does it through his prophets. He does it through his prophets. How are you going to prosper? Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. Second Chronicles 20, 20. And they rose early in the morning. This is, this was a, a, this is a story concerning Jehoshaphat and, and uh, Judah. Okay, and how many, many people came against them. Many, three cities came against them to come and fight them. About a million or two million people were coming to fight against them. Do you understand? An army with so many people coming to fight against them. They didn't know what to do. They contacted God and God said something to them. God told them, and they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. So believing the Lord your God causes you to be established. Then it says, Believe as prophets also, so shall ye prosper. So God sends his prophets to cause us to prosper. Can you imagine? If the prophet of God or if the servant of God that God has sent into your life does not teach you concerning prosperity, you will not know what to do. And you will not practice it. And hence, you will not prosper as you're supposed to. How do you prosper? I've taught you so many times. See, so is coming. Give your seed. That's 5,000 they say you should give. Bawaboswo. How do you say in English? Bawaboswo. Tie your, your loins. Tie your waists. And decide, I'm going to give this thing to the Lord. It is the way to prosper. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Sometimes some people play with these things. I'll do it next time. I'll do it next time. But you'll be surprised. You are pushing your harvest further and further and further and further. Okay? The prophet that God has sent to you. When I say prophet, a prophet is someone who is sent of God. An apostle is someone who is sent of God. A pastor is someone who is sent of God. An evangelist is someone who is sent of God. Okay? What haven't I mentioned? A teacher is someone sent of God. All these people are sent of God. So we just, the Old Testament to use the word prophet. Okay? Uh-huh. That's why we use that word prophet. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. Your prosperity says, Anna, eh, believe in his prophets, so shall ye prosper. He's expecting to believe in the prophet. Can you imagine? Believe in the fact that my prosperity is with this person. Believe in the fact that if this person prays, something will happen for me. <laughs> I received a call last week. Yes, last week. So last week, Wednesday, I was on my way to go and wait on God somewhere. You know, and before, just before I went, I received a call. My mother is critically ill. So much pain. I want to bring her, and the bill, the bill for the surgery we're going to do to, for, the, for the mother was 135,000 Ghana cities. 135,000. You know, and the gentleman said, I, we can't pay. We want to carry my mother from a place that is about 
let's say about an hour and a half away from where I live. Okay, they want to carry her from, it's about two hours because it's in the central region. They want to carry her and bring her to my house or bring her to my office so I can pray for her. As we was talking, the Lord gave me an experience to feel the woman's pain. So I started feeling the pain the woman feels. I told him that I'll come and come and pray for her. I'm going to wait on God. When I leave the place, I'm driving straight to come and pray for her. So that's what I did. I left the retreat grounds on Friday. Friday morning, he came to pick me up. I don't want people. Oh, you are, I was talking to you. Yeah. And I drove straight to that place. I picked Pastor Mark up and then we went. When we got there, we told them, this is why we have come. We've come to come and pray for, for her. The whole family gathered. We laid hands on her. I, we prayed. Lord, heal your daughter. The, the healing power of God was so present. I mean, if you are spiritual, you know. So present. Pray for her. I told her, she's going to, you are going to start walking. You'll be surprised. God has healed you. By that night, she said she was sleeping. And she saw me in a dream. I showed up in a dream. And I held her hands and I told her, she said, she should start walking. For the first time in so many months, when she's asleep, they need to come and, if she wants to turn, you know how you are sleeping and you can turn, you can just turn here and turn here and turn here and turn here. Some people, some people really, they can somersault on the bed. <laughs> All those who are like that, you need to go to secondary school. By the time you come back from second, you'll be fine. And you sleep on the top bed. When you fall one, pump, you advise yourself, you know how to sleep stable. <laughs> it means you didn't go to body health. Yeah. As for form one, it's very interesting. You'll be sleeping here. Boom. <laughs> Before almost it's before people fall on the trunk. Hey! Then the person climb up and go and sleep quietly. This woman could not turn. She couldn't turn on the bed. If she needs to turn, she has to call. And then they'll come and come and push her and turn her. She couldn't turn. So much pain. Can you imagine when she had that dream? The night too. I prayed for her. Over the night, she had a dream. For the first time in her life, she woke up from bed on her own. Could turn and do whatever on her own. Can you imagine? And then she got off the bed. She got off the bed and was about to walk. Then she realized that she was shaking, so she sat down. Then the people who normally turn her, they realized that throughout the night, they have not been called. When they came, they saw her sitting on the bed. They said, hey, you are sitting on the bed. And she narrated everything to them. Two days ago, I was called. So two days ago was about, let's say, five days after the prayer. She's now walking. Wow. Can you imagine? She's walking. <laughs> She's walking by herself. With a, with a walking stick. She's using a walking stick, walking. Someone who could not turn on her bed, could not stand up. I, went to, I, I knew what I went to see. Yes. How, did, how did that happen? The people felt that. Something, there's something working in this man. If this man will come and come and pray for this person, she'll be healed. Yes. Yes. Honor. Respect. Having a, the right thinking concerning the person that this person can, my, 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 my fruitfulness is in this person. If this person prays for me, something will happen for me. If this person speaks into my life, something will happen for me. A lot of things will happen. So the glorious church is a church that honors the prophet. 
Because the prophet is the channel or the means by which the glorious church is built. Ultimately, God needs a physical human being to stand or physical human beings to stand to teach you the word of God. If you think that what they are teaching you is from God, it will be from God for you. If you think that it's not from God, it will not be anything for you. If you think it's just an advice. I have people who think that I'm just advising them. As I've told you, I'm just advising them. So they, when I finish talking, they go and do whatever they want to do. Yeah, they don't hold me as a, as, a, as a prophet in their life. They don't hold me as a man of God in their life. You get it? Yeah, so my words is nothing. It's nothing I mean, it's nothing. But there are those who think that, Charlie, when a man, if the man says something, it's going to happen for me. <laughs> yes, they see miracles. Yes, they see breakthroughs. They see good things happening for them. Yeah. I, I mean, testimonies, I can't, I, can't even, I can't even tell you. Many, many testimonies. Many testimonies. Yes. If I give microphone to some people around, they will tell you. Many testimonies. Yes. Many, many testimonies. Because, you see, you don't only think that we are just moving around in the system. You feel that this person is anointed by God. God does that. He anoints people. He takes them from the body of Christ, but he anoints them. He puts his anointing on them for the purpose of helping his people. You see, Jesus said in Luke chapter 4, verse 18. Look at Luke 4, 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel. So there's an anointing to preach. Okay? There's an anointing to what? To preach. And God anoints his people, his servants, to preach the gospel to the poor. Meaning that his, his, their prosperity is in the preaching. As he preaches, he's not preaching to the rich, he's preaching to the poor. As he's preaching to the poor, the poor start changing to become rich. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so respect, Anna, is, is the key to making the glorious church work. When I come and teach you on faith, you feel that this thing is very important. Yes. You don't think it is, it is an advice. It's a motivational speaking. You know that it's the word of God. The prophet of God has been sent by God to come and teach me what I'm, what I'm hearing. If I come and say, let's do this. You not say, oh, what? It is only those who respect the prophet. You see, I've sent some people to go and pastor churches. They feel that I'm sent of God for them. So when I called them and told them, listen, you, I, I feel it is time for you to become a pastor and become something. And go and go and plant a church and do something for the Lord. They, they took it. They were like, it is true. I'll, I'll do it. The Lord is speaking to me. As you are telling me, the Lord is speaking to me. I'm going to get it done. Today, they are pastoring churches and they are, the churches are flourishing, flourishing. I remember some years ago, we were just one. All of us were in one church. The whole economy church that you see everywhere today, it was in one, even now, it's not everywhere. We are still moving. It was in one place. And I was preaching to them. And I'll say that you, you are going to become a pastor. You, you are going to become a pastor. I'm going to send you. We are going to plant churches here. We are going to... They believed it. They felt that it was God talking. And that is exactly what has happened over the years. Yes. I gave announcement that we'll be starting churches. You will go here, you go here, you go here. They have gone. Yes. We mentioned San Kregua. Now we have a, we have a church in San Kregua. Can you imagine? We have a church in San Kregua. You don't know. We have a church in San Kregua. Amazing. So if you feel that what the man is saying is, is from God, it will make a world of a difference in your life. Yes. Hey, are you in the church? <laughs> so you must honor the one you honor. You pray with his with his words. You don't play with his words. When the person is talking, you take it seriously. Now, no, this thing is important. I need to do something about it. Okay? Yes. Healing. Prosperity. Your prosperity is in the mind. He says, eh, he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. <laughs> he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Healing is in the 
in the man of God. He's been anointed. The anointing is in him for your healing. If you believe in it, you'll be healed. You know, before I went to pray for this woman, I was with my mother. And I told my mother, I'm going to pray for this old woman. Then she said, you need to go and pray for her. She said, do you remember 10 years ago? This is what, is that 10? Is it more than 10? About 15 years. My mother went down with a stroke. 15 years ago, with a stroke. She couldn't stand up, nothing. Yes. And they called me. I was just a student. Or I was doing my national, something like that. They called me that. Mommy is not well. I think I'd finished university. I was doing my national service. I was about to start. I think I just started a church. Started pastoring. They called me. And I took a car. I didn't have a car then. I got into a bus straight to Accra. When I came, I didn't talk to anyone. Straight to my mother's room. I went, laid hands on her. Pat like that. She stood up. Yes. Live. So my mother reminded me. He said, do you remember 15 years ago? If you had not prayed for me, I would, I would have been lying in bed by now. So I remember. I said, you are anointed for it. Go and go and do it. Yes. Yeah. My mother feels I'm a man of God. My own mother who gave that to me, she feels that I'm, a, I'm called of God. She feels it. Yes. When I say something, she takes it seriously. She doesn't joke with what I say. Yes. Can you imagine? Yes. So you have to be very... I mean, you can take Pastor Elikai for granted. You can take our pastors here for granted. When they are talking, you always like, oh, he's just, saying, just giving... Whatever, a council, share. Hmm. You don't know. Anointing is talking, you are not seeing. Hmm. To preach deliverance to the captives and recover your sign to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. All these things, God anoints them for you. The way to receive what is coming from them is by believing and honoring them. If you honor them and respect them, do you see that this, when this person prays for me, something will happen for me? A change will come into my life. You have that happening. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you think I'm one of the boys around, or your pastors are one of the people, we are, we are just, uh, we, are, we are cool. Pastor, what's up? Everything cool. Yeah, because we hug you like this. You feel that is, that is it. No, it's more than that. You can receive the hug. Okay? But it can be, a, you see, someone came to my office last week. Last Sunday. There were two groups of people who were in my office. Someone came with the family. I don't know if you remember. The one who came with the family. I prayed over, um, it was his birthday. Now he's not in our church, he's in another church. But he feels I'm a man of God, he feels I'm sent of God. So I prayed over, he, it was his birthday, and he brought, he met me somewhere. And his birthday, they had just celebrated him, and he had one of the champagne bottles with him. So he brought the champagne bottle and said, Bishop, please pray over this champagne bottle for me. Please, it's my birthday. Pray for me. So I prayed for him. And I prayed over the champagne bottle. And she kept, she, he's kept the champagne bottle as a communion something that he and his family takes. Do you see? One of those days, he was praying with his wife. As he was praying with his wife, his wife started manifesting. Hey! A, a, a male voice came out. Yes. You know, if you are from some places, you know what I'm talking about. A male voice started coming out. She's ours. If she says she won't come to the hometown, we have called her seven times. She has not come. We are taking over. <laughs> Your wife is talking with the male voice. So he started praying, Shabalabalaba, out in Jesus' name. The thing was laughing. 
Then he remembered that I have prayed. There's a champagne bottle he has that some man of God he has prayed over. A man of God, he respects her. So he went, poured, the champ- poured some of the champagne on his hands and came out. When he poured it on his hands and started coming, the spirit said, don't touch me with that thing. Don't touch me with that thing. Don't touch me with that thing. He said, now you're afraid. Okay. <laughs> and he touched, when he touched them, bah! that was it. The wife doesn't remember. When he was telling me, that was when the wife was like, ah, what happened? Is something happened? She didn't know what had happened. The spirit left and has not come back up to date. You see, he feels that. It's like, no, this man, there's something. <laughs> you let familiarity kill every ability that you could, everything you could receive. Because, see, in the glorious church, you, the, the, the Lord seeks to, to grow you, to grow all of us, to help all of us prosper. Do you understand? Yeah, I don't joke with Reverend George. If Reverend just says something about something concerning what I'm doing or what we are doing, you'll be shocked. He knows what I'm talking about. 180 degree turn around. You want us, oh, okay, no problem. It's been done. We are changing it. Yeah, why? When I was nothing and had nothing. Hmm? Yes. He received me and prayed for me and guided me and had his hands held up in the skies for me, praying for me. That's why I'm where I am. Yes. All the prosperity I'm, enjoy, I'm enjoying is from, it's from him. All the goodness, all the things, all the what is from him. I don't joke, I don't joke with people like Bishop Dark, like Pastor Chris. Hey! They are anointed for me. They are sent of God for me. Moses sat on the, on the, on the, on the hill with his hands lifted as Joshua was fighting in the, in the battle, in the field. Do you see? Yes. And Joshua... One, as Moses' hands were lifted. So someone's hands must be lifted for you. Someone must be praying for you. I'm not talking about going to look for a prophet somewhere. God is the one who gives. Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 15. God gives you. When God gives you, you honor the person. Are you in a church? Jeremiah 3, 15. And I'll give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. They feed you with knowledge and understanding. Without them, you can't believe. They feed you with knowledge and understanding. Then it says, you will be multiplied. Next, verse 16. And it shall come to pass when you are multiplied and increased in the land in those days, because of the prophets in your life, he says, You shall be magnified, you shall be multiplied. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, look at Hosea, Hosea chapter, chapter 9, verse 11. I hope I'm right. Wow. Brother, sorry, 12 9. Hosea 12 9. And I am the, I am the Lord. Thy God from the land of Egypt. Oh, sorry. And I that am the Lord thy God from the land of Egypt will yet make thee to dwell in tabernacles as in the days of solemn feast. I also have spoken, I have also spoken by the prophets and I have multiplied visions and used similitudes by the ministry of the prophets. Have you seen it? Yes. I have also spoken by the prophets. Next verse 11. It says, Is there iniquity in Gilead? Surely they are vanity. They sacrifice blocks in Gilgal. Yea, their altars are as heaps in the furrows of the fields. <laughs> Because they are not respecting the prophets. Next verse. It says, yeah, even their sacrifice is nothing. And Jacob fled in the, into the country of Syria. And Israel said for a wife. And for a wife he kept sheep. Verse 13 is what I want you to see. It says, and by, a, by the prof, and by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet was he preserved. By a prophet, the Lord. You see, so the Lord does it by a prophet. He always does it by a prophet. He always does it by a saint one. Do you see? Yes. He always does it by somebody. If you understand that principle, you'll be, a, you'll be a very happy Christian. 
There are those Christians who don't understand the administra- administration of God. God gives you somebody. Life is easier. God gives you somebody. God gives you someone. It's not by chance that you have wandered into this church. No, it is God's divine. It's not by chance that you are sitting in this ministry, in this church, or in this meeting, or watching, or whatever. It's not by chance. It is the Lord who has designed for you to be around, for you to be hearing the things you are hearing. It is the Lord's design. Hallelujah. If you believe it, it does something good for you. If you don't believe it, it doesn't do anything for you. If you think it's just boys, but we're just moving around, oh, it's just whatever. There are people, there are places where they, they will chat, they will say, pay this, and pay that, and pay this, and pay that. We don't do those things here. Do you get it? If you feel like you should give, honoring, because honoring comes with giving. It's, it's one of the things, but that's not the main thing. Honoring comes with giving. It's one of the main the things, but it's not, that is not it. Okay? It has to do with thinking properly. Thinking properly. Having a certain kind of respect. Yes. Anna. Thinking that this person is sent from God. When he prays, when he says something, something will happen for me. Oh, yes. They are sent for your prosperity. Sent for your health. Sent for your preservation. Sent to deliver you from captivity into goodness, into doing well. Listen, it's because I'm attached to some people. That's why the ministry is working you. That's why my life is working. It's just because some, some men of God are in my life. People sent from God to me. Yes, that is why, that's why I'm prospering. Nothing else. I mean, what else? Is it because I'm, what? You are nice, you are tall, you are short, you are fat. You are, it, no, those things don't. It's, it is because of your linkage to God's prophets. Wow. Do you believe it? Believe it all. Everything you see is anointing. It's the anointing that makes things work. It's the anointing. Nothing else. Someone will come here and see this baby thing that we will like, we have money. Well, that's one of the main things everybody, people see concerning this church. If people, you have money, if people, you have money, if people, you have money. We have, we are rich. We have been saying we are rich. Are we not rich? We are rich. We are rich and a healthy church. Yes, we are rich. But you see, it is not money. The money is from somewhere. It's from the anointing. Yes, it is from the anointing. Yes, I was talking to some, some people just some two days ago. And I was saying that the giving that you are giving, your parents may not, have, may not have given some before in their lives. Yes. You may not have given small boy. You are giving God 30,000, 50,000. Yes. I know people are giving in dollars. Yes. Some people are giving $50,000. Yes. $75,000 to God. They are just 31, 32. We are giving to God. I bless them. God has been gracious to me. It is not normal. It's an anointing that causes that to happen. Yes. There's an anointing for giving. Yes. That is upon God's servants. Hey! <laughs> Do you believe what I'm saying? So the Lord sends you people, these people, to help you. You must honor them. You stand the opportunity of receiving and getting benefit. Go back to Mark chapter 6. Oh, hallelujah. Wow. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own king, and in his own house. He says, a prophet does not have honor in his own place. Next verse. And he could there do no mighty work. He couldn't do. This is Jesus. This is the son of God. This is God. This is what? God. God could not. Not that he did not. If you say he did not, that means that it was dependent on him. He chose not to. This one says he could not, meaning that he tried. He tried. He laid hands on someone who was blind and said, receive your eyes open. Ah, I know this voice. Ah, Kwame. Wana. 
I don't want to say is you are doing what? You are doing miracles now. Yay! We are still saying the, the world is sport. Leave my eyes for me. Hey! When they, that was what he said. When the lady was, ah, Jesus. I know the, ah, Capi. I don't know that anymore. You came to do my chair for me the last time. It's not you. It's you. Ah, so what, since when did you start doing all these things? Hey, life is very interesting. Small boy. I used to see you around. Meanwhile, he can't open his eyes. I used to see you around. Hey! He could there do no mighty work. He couldn't. So what annoyed Jesus' power and Jesus' anointing from working? What prevented it from working was dishonor. Do you see? Dishonor has to do with unbelief as well. The Bible says that they, they limited the Holy One of Israel. Have you read that scripture before? You can limit the Holy One. You can limit the power of God from working. Yes, you can limit it. They limited the Holy One of Israel. Psalm 78 verse 41. It says, yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. Can you imagine? You can limit the Holy One. You can limit the power of God from working. He says, Israel limited the power of God from working. How? By their unbelief. By their dishonor. God had done so many things, yet they still, can he even do this? Can he do that? Can he do this? Can he do this? Hey! He had opened rescue. And they're like, can he, can he give us, can he give us a, 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 a meat to eat in this desert? Who? Where is it going to come from? Even if it should open the window, heaven, nothing will come. Whatever. Hey! Limiting God. Tempting God. Amazing. He could dare do no mighty work. He could dare do no man. He couldn't do. He tried. It didn't work. Why? This Anna. So for all the processes that we are going to talk about to happen, you must believe the one who is telling you that this is what God says, this is what God says, this is what God says. If we don't believe that, it's not going to work. The next thing I'm going to mention is an evangelist, evangelistic and mission conscious church. If you don't believe that I am sent of God to you, or we are sent of God, your pastor is sent of God to you, when we say let's go for evangelism, we will say that all. Oh, I'm going for flutes. I'm going for something else. Oh, this is not important. Let me just leave it. You, you'll be shocked. That clear instructions will come from the pulpit and you think that is nothing. So you take it for granted. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Why? You don't think that is important. This morning when I woke up, I was thinking about my, my natural father, the one who gave it to me. You know, my father passed away five, uh, five years ago and I saw him dying. You see, I saw him going. It's not a small thing. Anyway, I was thinking in my mind, did he know 25 years ago that he was going to die one day? You see, if you're alive, you think that you never die. I don't know if that is, I don't know, it's a deception. You feel like you'll be here forever. But there's a day coming when you, your life will be snapped out of you. You are going. You are going. I was thinking about him, I was like, hey, did he know he was going to go? Me too, I'm here now. Me too, one day, my life will be taken away from me. And I'll not be here. That's what I was thinking. I'll also not be here. There's a place we are going to. Charlie, we are on our journey. You are going somewhere, I tell you. Whether you like it or no matter how powerful, how rich you are. Death is for everybody. One of these days, you'll be closing your eyes and saying your last words. Bring me Gary and Stu when I'm done. <laughs> What will you be saying in your last in your last words? Bring me Gary and Stu. Bring, make sure you bring Gary and Stu to my funeral. 
Hey! Hey! <laughs> I was thinking to myself, how will I live? And what will I be saying to my Lord when I leave? Hey. That was what I was thinking about this morning. I just think I was just slagging, but just think I was like, man, we must be serious. Oh. Let me live a purposeful life. Let me not get into all kinds of things. Let me just do what God wants me to do. But it can't, these are thoughts that come to me frequently. Every now and then, they just come to my mind. I think about it. Yeah, let me act. Let me do what I'm supposed to do. And not do whatever. Anna the Lord. Hmm? Anna. Anna. Yes, that is what makes things work. Anna. Anna. Hmm? Yes. The evangelism and those things that we are talking about. It's for your own good. Yes. It's for your own good. I'm traveling. This week I've traveled. I've traveled to go and preach in Kumase and I've come back. You don't even you don't know about it. if I don't tell you, you don't know. Did I even tell you? I told you. Someone can be very close and I forget to tell the person because I'm not working for you. God tells me to go. I just go and go and do what I'm supposed to do. I just go. I'm working for somebody. I have a boss. I just go. What he tells me to do, I'm just moving. Let me go and do what he wants me to do. Yeah. Almost every day I'm preaching. Almost. I mean, it's amazing. Yes. Preaching in our church. I'm preaching in two, three different. There are four churches that want me to preach in their church. People, they want me to preach in their churches. But I have only three Sundays there. I can't be there forever. I have to close down the chapter. I'm like, Charlie, I don't go fix up. I don't go fix up. I don't go fix up. I'm not coming. Hey! Yes. Different states. Go here. Fly here. Go and preach. Fly here. Go and preach. Fly here. Go and preach. Amazing. I'm doing what God wants me to do. Because when I die, it's finished. Whatever I'm supposed to do is now. The opportunities God has given me to talk about him, I'm going to talk about him. I'm going to talk about Jesus. Jesus is coming again. Give your life to Christ. If you don't respect the one that God has sent you, when he says, let's go for evangelism, or I'm sending you to go and do mission somewhere, you, you say, oh, you think that is a normal person talking. Yes, it's the word of a man. Yeah. And many lives will be lost because you didn't, you didn't honor the words that were spoken to you. You see? Yes. We have a very nice church in, the, in, in Canada. How old are you? 19. The pastor, pastor was 20. He was 21. 21-year-old boy. He knew, his, he knew as he's going, he's going to start a church. If he was going to leave on Monday, Sunday, we made him a pastor. <laughs> yes. With all his problems, prayed for him. You are going, you are going to get this done. He was an elder in our church. Yes. So we upgraded him. Just in case you feel that elder is too small, we are making you a pastor. Kneel down. Lord, let your power come on him. Yes. 21 year old. Is he even 30 now? Is he 30 now? He's not even 30. He has pastor that he's still not 30. <laughs> he has almost 100 people in his church. Yes. In, a man, in a land he does not know anybody in. He didn't have any contact anywhere. Whatever. Nothing. Because it's like there's some kind of respect. And like, as the man is saying, I should go. What I need is the word. Go. As I'm going, it's going to work. Yeah, it has worked. Can you imagine? Yeah. So it's all, the glorious church and this build up is dependent on this particular thing I'm telling you. So it's so dependent on it. If you don't think it is important, that the pastor is important and what he's saying to you is important, 
You will take it for granted. Yes. For instance, I'm talking about marriage. Marry. Marry. It's like I'm thinking tricky to get a little start. No, three keys to marriage. Number one, humility. Number two, humility. Number three, humility. You think it's a joke. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's a rhyme. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't humble yourself, you will not marry. As a lady, you will not marry. Your shoulders are like this. Oh, a guy has come around you and then you start talking. As for me, I want this kind of wedding. Like, I want this kind of, I want, if my, my wedding, if it's not, if, if there's no helicopter, helicopter or uh, whatever, Lincoln Navigator, then I will not marry. Hey, the guy is listening to you. Okay. You say bye-bye slowly. Bye-bye, 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 bye-bye. And then he's gone. You'll be shocked. Another person will also come. You say, if I don't have a house in cantonment or Trasaco that I'm living in, I'm not going to marry. I don't know why these days men have men that have come, they want to take us for cheap and for easy. Be there. Be there. You think your breasts are the only breasts in the world? Your breast is, is your breast gold or something? Be there, be there. Your breast is not the only breast in the world. It's not. It's not. It's not. I tell you, it's not. humble yourself. Yes. Tell the closest lady, humble yourself. Humble. Key number one, humility. humility. Key number two, humility. humility. Key number three, humility. humility. Hey, hey. Hmm. humble yourself. Oh. Humility. Yes, decide that we'll flow. Let's flow. Let's flow. Let's flow. Let's. let's do life together. Yes, you're available to flow. Yes, I'm ready to move. If you start doing all those things, unless you take me to Singapore for honeymoon, that's what my, I'm imagining a honeymoon in Singapore, three days in Singapore, four days in Miami, and then five days in Dubai, Upasu Dubai, and then, hey, how many people can do that for you? Hmm. Even your father, even your father has not done something for you. You want someone son to come and do so? Has he done something for his father? Or his mother that he should come and do for you? This is serious. Hey. Hey. Hmm. hey. <laughs> Life is in phases. It's gradual. Gradually we'll get there. Okay? Gradually we'll get there. Yes. Sometimes when I'm, when I'm traveling, I'm traveling on economy. That's what I can afford. Yes, we are all inside. One day I sat in a plane. Six-hour flight to London, and there was a man. He's not supposed to be in the economy. The man is one and like you plus half at, at the eight. Yes, and it's big like this, and he's sitting in the middle seat. He's sitting in the middle seat, and I'm here, and another person is in the corner. He has flooded the seat like this. So I was like this throughout the flight. Ah, what is this? What is this person doing here? He's not supposed to be here. He's supposed to be in, in a, a business class or first class or something. He should buy two seats and then be happy. Hey! Life is in faces. It's in faces. Yes. At the point, you can afford something. But before, Charlie, humble yourself. Join the queue. Be happy. Remove your... your I mean, when you're going, they'll let you remove your belt, remove your, your sandals, everything, your shoe, everything. You're, you're just... A big man, you have removed your shirt, your coat, going through security. Oh, Charlie, stand here, move here. Oh, your bishop is gone. I mean, (laughs) humble yourself and flow at the right time. Yes, you can buy first class. When they try to check your hair, my friend, my friend, leave me alone. You just flow. 
Yeah. At a point you can, I remember Pastor Chris saying that after, this, all these things that started happening after 9-11, eh? After 9-11, he said he was traveling to South Africa. And when he was going through the security, this was even, I think, first class. They were checking, they made him take his shoes off. He was like, ah, what is the meaning of this? They want us to take our shoes. When he went and they were searching, he said, never, this thing will have not happened to me again, never. And he prayed about it. He says he, he, he didn't tell anybody. Just pray to God that I am your, I'm an ambassador sent from heaven. What's the meaning of this? No, 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 no. Yes, very conscious of it. The next time he was flying, the people, some of his people, his people decided to buy all the flights. The whole flight, the whole plane. A plane that would take, let's say, 150 people. They bought all the seats in the plane so that only he can be in the plane. No searching, nothing. Let's be in the plane and go. Oh, yes. Anna. They decided to honor their pastor. <laughs> they decided to honor their pastor. No, our pastor cannot go through this kind of frustration again. Yes, they bought the whole plane. Is it paining you? <laughs> Is it paining you that they have done something like that for their pastor? Anna. I have one million verses here for you. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Let me skip some. You'll find it in the book, okay? God always uses a servant, so. You remember the woman, the, 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 the widow of Zyphar, the one we're just reading? Apart from the food being multiplied for her, her son also died. And she took the son to Elijah and, and told, the, told Elijah that, listen, you do come here to come and remind me of my sin. You know, because she didn't get the child. She's not, she wasn't married, but she had a child. <laughs> so she, she, she asked Elijah, and she said unto Elijah, this is 2 Kings 17, 18, what have I to do with you, O thou man of God? Have thou come unto me to call my sin to remembrance and to slay my son? Have you come to remind me of my sin and kill my son? My son? What is the meaning of this? Since you came to my house, a lot of things have good have happened, but this one, where is this one from? Elijah said, don't worry, keep quiet. I'll be back. Went and put the child on his bed, lay on him, breathed on him, prayed for him, and came back with the child alive. Yeah. Anna. No, it is, it is a very, I said it is there. It is the what? The key to making the power work. The power that is working in the man. God anoints the person for you. Do you get it? For your benefit. The way to accessing what is on him is Anna. Anna. Why do you think the person is anointed? In, when you go to Bishop Wade Post Church, when he sits down on any chair, they carry the chair away. Because that chair will be divided into pieces. People will tear it. They are going to use some for stew, for soup. I tell you. They are going to put... I mean, it's not a small thing. Oh. So they, they were buying a lot of chairs. Because when they leave the chair, by the time they come, the chair is not there. So now when he's going, they, take, they carry the chair. Whatever chair is, so they carry it. And we use it to follow him. That's, that's how, so at least they can keep the chair for a long time. Yes. I tell you. Why? Anna. People feel that he's anointed. Because he's anointed. It's not normal. No. Someone can eat the sand in the, in the compound. A madman ate the sand like this. You know, madmen eat everything. So the madman just picked the sand and ate it. When you ate it, ah, what am I doing? What is this sand? Ah, what? What? Why am I dirty? 
he had become fine. When he ate the sun, uh, pa! <laughs> the madness left him. Hey! You are joking with someone, someone like this. You can insult someone like that. No, 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 you're in trouble. You see real respect. People are getting miracles mad. The testimony is just too much. It's just too much. Too much. It's because of Anna. Yeah. Pastors who are struggling to build go and then they carry some of the sand on the compound and bring it to their church. They pour it on the, the church compound. Bah! The, the church building will just come up. Money will just flow for the church building to come up. Yes. When I heard that, I took some of the sand and I flew back to Ghana with it. Yes. And I spread it everywhere. We are preaching. Every, we are building. That is why some things are also happening for us. Oh, you don't believe it? <coughs> no, because it doesn't make natural sense. It doesn't make natural sense. Listen, there's serious. You'll be shocked at the things that we are doing with your offering that you give. <laughs> Have you seen your offering? Yet your offering is doing so much. It's anointed. When the offering hits the offering basket and it hits the account, the Lord multiplies it. Yes, mysteriously. Mysteriously. Yes, money just keeps coming. I remember when we were building this place. Pastor Lee came and said, he'll come and we need about 200,000 to 300,000 to do this. You see, is laughing. 300,000. What's the bill? 500,000. And I'll say, God will pay for it. Amazingly, it's paid for. There are some things that we, instead of buying it for, let's say, a million, we'll buy it for 400,000. That was happening several times. So many, there's so many things here. It's just reduced to clear, including the seat you are sitting on. Yes. The city is supposed to, this one is supposed to be 300 Ghana cities. We got it for 145 Ghana cities for one. Something that's supposed to sell for 300 cities for one. We got it for 145 cities for one. It's not normal. Or is it normal? I said, in the midst of all this dollar increase and all that, we are getting things lower. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Is it not a miracle? It's a miracle. There's something working. It's called anointing. Believe in the anointing. If you believe in the anointing, you'll be shocked. The chairs were around when I said we needed to get chairs. They were in Ghana. Hey! We struggled to bring it here, but it's still powerful. It's a great testimony. I tell you. Many adversaries. <laughs> what? Testimonies, pa. It's, it doesn't make normal sense. Yes. Doesn't make natural sense. There's something working. If you believe it, it will work for you. Yes. Wow. Anna. Say Anna. Anna. Yes. Anna. Respect. Mm. Thinking right. Talking right. Let's look at some verses. God tells us to honor his, his servants, though. You know? Yeah. Look at Philippians chapter 2, verse 25. Let me just give you two scriptures and then I'll show you levels, seven levels of Anna. Okay. Hmm. Philippians 2.25. Yet I suppose it necessary to send to you a Prophetus, my brother and companion in labor and fellow soldier, but your messenger. And he that ministered to my wants. Verse 26. For he longed after you all and was full of heaviness because that he had heard that he had been sick. Next verse. For indeed he was sick nigh unto death. But God had mercy on, on him, and not on him only, but on me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. You see, the Prophetus was sick nigh unto death. He almost died. Next verse. 
I sent him therefore the more carefully that when you see him again, you may rejoice and that I may be less sorrowful. Next verse. Then it says, Receive him therefore in the Lord with all gladness and hold such in reputation. Next verse. Because for, because, of, because for the work of Christ he was nigh unto death, not regarding his life to supply a lack of service toward me. I don't know if you are catching the story. He says, Epaphroditus almost died as he was serving the Lord in an attempt to serve the Lord and do something. You sent something through him to me. He almost died. You see. Huh? Because of the things of Jesus Christ, he almost died. He says, hold such people in reputation. Go to verse 29. Those who are doing the work of the Lord. He says, hold them in reputation. Look at Amplified. Yeah. Welcome him home then in the Lord with all joy and honor and highly appreciate men like him. Anna and highly appreciate men like him. You, sound, you don't know what the pastor goes through to be able to serve you with the word of God. Yes. You don't know what's happening in his house. Fights in his house because of you. There's fire on the mountain, but the valley does not know about it. <laughs> fire on the mountain. Hey. Yeah. Many problems. One day I was preaching. As I was preaching, there was a mini camp like this at Alpha. You know, whenever I go to a new place like this, I, I do this kind of because it brings a lot of results. So we're having a mini camp Saturday, and I was preaching, 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 preaching. I just left the microphone. I went to sleep in the office. I slept for about six hours. Come to six hours. I was so tired. <laughs> I just went to sleep. Slept. Because, ah. Charlie. You are tired, but your pastor too is tired. <laughs> oh, everybody's tired. We're all tired, but we're all here. You want to sleep? I want to sleep more than you. Hey. Hmm. Men who have hazarded their lives. Yes. Many, many problems, many challenges, many stress, plenty of this, all of that. But they are still preaching. Still traveling. Still pushing for things to happen. He says, welcome him home with joy and honor and highly appreciate men like him. Why? Next, look at the next. For it was through working for Christ that he came so near to death. Yes, just because of working for the Lord. He almost died because he was working for the Lord. Yeah, sometimes there are problems that pastor will be going through. It's not because of it. It's just because he's working for the Lord. If he was a pilot, he would not be going through all those things. <laughs> he'll be chilling somewhere. If he was a mechanic, ah, I mean, he'll, be, he'll, be, he'll have a peaceful home. Yeah. There are men of God whose wives are fighting them seriously. Why did this, why did you hold this girl? Why did you hug this girl? Why did you, why? Ah, I'm a pastor. Are you not a pastor? It's pastor, it's just pastor. He's hugging somebody. If you are, if you are marrying a pastor and you don't kill that thing in your heart, you can't marry. You can't marry. Yes. You come back. You, are, you have a problem with hugging. Your, past, your husband hugging somebody. <laughs> My wife is here. She can tell you how many people have hugged over the years. I mean, it's not part of our discussion. You have hugged, have hugged somebody as what? That's how it's supposed to be. We, we show care. Yes, it's part of the work. By the way, if I want to cheat and do something, I don't need, I don't need permission. It's only the Lord who keeps your husband. You need to pray to the Lord to keep your husband. And the husband needs to pray to the Lord to keep him. That's it. <laughs> hey! 
Hmm? Yeah. They are going to fight. But a lot of pastors fight. Fight. At home. Why is she calling you? Why is she texting you at night? <laughs> I remember a story. So when you, when you, when you say, why is she texting you? A pastor, my wife knows about this one. The, the pastor and the wife were lying down. The pastor was chatting with one of his sheep. This was 12.30 a.m. Then the wife shouted, Ah! Why? What is it? What is it? The husband said, Hey, what? The husband did not sleep in the, in the bedroom for, I think, three days because of this particular problem. It was a big problem. Yes, big problem. Why? He's texting somebody at 12.30. The issue was that you have been texting the girl. You were talking to the girl before we got home. Now that you have got him home too, you are talking to the girl. I mean, if you're a pastor too, you have to have some wisdom. <laughs> Do you understand? This one is simple wisdom. You have to have some wisdom. That's, ah. I mean, we just, uh, is your girlfriend or something that you, you just said time. Unless it's the person's dying. You don't, you're not, we're not going to be chatting at 12.30. Why? Am I your boyfriend? My friend, get out. Get off my, my, my whatever. You don't respond. Morning, then you can respond. Wow. Yeah, because of me, he put his life on the line, despising the danger. Yeah. Yes. Problems. Yes. Arguments. Fighting langards. Yes. All the time. Yes. We are, in, we are constantly in that mode. Constantly. There's a problem here. There's a, there's a time in my life when I see a call coming from some people, my heart starts beating because I know it's, it's a problem. Yes. When we're doing the typhoid construction, when I see a call from Pastor Eddie, I know that problem is coming. It's, coming, it's a problem coming. Yes. Because some, some fire is happening on the land. Yes. Fire. Hey. So he says, honor them. We are, we are told, we are instructed to honor them. Honor them. What do you think? Look at um, 2 Timothy. Because if you don't honor them, first Timothy chapter 5, verse 17 to 18. If you don't, if you don't honor them, the anointing cannot work. Okay? Are you, are you understanding my message? Or is it too difficult to understand? First Timothy 5, 17. King James. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor. Especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. Says, let them be counted of what? Double honor. Especially those who labor in the word and in doctrine. Do you know what it means for a pastor to even receive a message from the Lord? You see, if I should leave you, if you're a self, a self shepherd, and I should leave you, let's preach whatever you want to preach or whatever the Lord is leading you, you see how it feels. Have you seen something before? Has it happened to you before? Your message will finish in five minutes. Last Tuesday happened to you. Wow. It has been happening all, all month. Wow. You are trying to preach, but it's not preaching. Trying to preach, but it's not preaching. The preaching is not preaching. Yes. When you, when you experience those things, you start appreciating the ones who stand and talk. Long time. It can engage you with scriptures, this one, with stories, and let you laugh and let you be like your emotions are changing at different times. You are flowing. At, hey, it's a blessing, oh. You are you appreciate me. The glorious church now T is this, H is this, A is it not from the Lord? It's from the Lord. You can't sit down and use your brain to do these things. It's from the Lord. Yes. 
So he says, Anna, do Anna, double and expect those who labor in the word and doctrine. Yes, it's not a joke. Anna, you, you, you don't know what, how to even go about it. Ish. How to start? Where to start? Sometimes you have a killer point. When you say the killer point, nobody's moved. <laughs> nobody's moved. Everybody's sitting down, just watching you. You are finishing your killer point, and then you say in your mind, Hey, Lord. Lord, I thought you said this was a killer point. I've said it. Nobody has said anything. Uh, one of Bishop Dax's sister, Bishop Saki. You know, he always wanted to preach. When we were in, he wanted to preach in the in the, in a certain fellowship. He always wanted to preach. We really, and then one day they gave him the opportunity to preach. So, he started. And the Lord said this. And the Lord said this. And the Lord said this. The preaching time was one hour. He preached, jumping up and down. Hey, wiping his face. Ah, pakala, this and the Lord. Amen. When he checked the time, it was 15 minutes. He realized he had 45 minutes more to go. So, he started the message again. The same message. He started from the beginning. And the Lord said this. And the Lord Ah, so the people were looking at it. It's not, you just said all these things. Please, I can only check the games for 15 minutes. And it was going to start a third time. All the people started clapping. Away. Away. They clapped him away out of the stage. Yes. It's okay. Wow. It's not a joke. To be preaching, to be teaching. Hours and hours. Every time you come to church, you hear a message that will help you. That you'll be blessed by. Is it not a blessing? Different, different messages. Ask the actor. You ask a question. It's like I've been reading what you. I knew what you were going to ask, and I have scriptures. When they ask the question, okay, let's go here. Let's go here. Let's go. You think it's normal? It's the Holy Spirit. It's someone who has availed himself to the Lord for the Lord to be able to work through him. That's that's what it means. If you see something like that, you should know that hey, this person. Is, this is the Lord. There's an anointing. The anointing that's working. Person can pray for something to happen. I said 24 hour miracle, and people have received miracle. You think it's normal? It's from the Lord. So you must honor instead of insulting, eh? Doubting and saying all manner of things and thinking all manner of things about the person. You, you, you should rather and I say it's double honor. Let's read the amplified. Let the elders who perform the duties of their office well be considered doubly worthy of honor and of adequate financial support, especially those who labor faithfully in preaching and teaching. Have you seen it? it is, this one is mentioning financial support. Like you should, you should do something for them. Because in Galatians chapter 6, verse 5, look at Galatians 6, 5. For every man shall bear his own burden. Verse 6. Let him that is taught in the word, in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Eh? The word, the one who is taught in the word, the one who's the one who is teaching, you say communicate to him in every good thing. You understand? 50th opportunity is coming. You must do something. Another person. Pastor's birthday is coming. Honor him. When you hear when you hear someone, someone's a pastor's birthday is coming, you are in the person's group. Another person. Don't say, What is he going to do with the money? What will you do with the money? Every time we are giving. You don't understand giving. That is why you are complaining. That is how it is. Every time we give. So give something. Do you see? Give something. It is those who honor who get some things happening. Sometimes when I see some things happening in some people's life, I just wonder. Like how? 
come. Someone emptied his account for something for me. He, they were doing something for me. And he gave for it from his dollar account. He emptied his dollar account and gave it for me. Can you imagine? Three months later, that same account that he emptied had moved from zero to $75,000. Three months later. Wow. Don't say he's stealing. He's not stealing anything. He's not stealing anything. One day he called me and said, Pastor, my number is in places I never thought it would be. They are calling me from places. It's like the business I'm doing. It's like I'm the only one who's doing it. My number is in certain places. I said, hey, you can't do these things and go scot-free. The Lord will not let you go scot-free. No, the Lord will bless you. It will chase you. Yes. Yes. Is that true though? Hmm. Anna. Yes. There are people who feel that I'm called. I'm, I'm a man of God. They feel that. They feel very strongly I'm a man of God. <laughs> God, you'll be shocked if you honor. He says, count them of worthy of double honor. Do you see? All that I'm wearing is gifts from my shoe to my socks to my shirt, my dress. That, that's, that's, it's a, they're all gifts from certain people. We feel that the pastor should dress well, should look nice, and it's, it is it is on their heart. God has put. If God has not put in your heart, you never you never you never even think about. You never remember that I wear. I, I have to like. You get it? Like oh, I mean the pastor dresses, so he needs money to dress. You never think about it. Yes. Wow. Anna, it says contribute to their their whatever. Look at it. Verse verse seven verse eighteen. First Timothy 5.18. For the scripture says, Thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treaded out of the corn. The laborer is worthy of his reward. Yes. It says, Don't muzzle the ox that treaded out of the corn. Don't deny the person. Do you see? Uh-huh. And so, financial gift is also part of honoring. It's part of it. And you can start from where you are. There are people sitting here that are, as I'm talking, they know, they know themselves as I'm talking. They started honoring me with something small. Something small. Small. Yeah. They come driving. Someone here and another person who is not here, but are the ones who bought it for me. They put money together. He's never, he's not driving. The person is not driving. The person I'm talking, he's not driving. Do you understand what I'm talking about? He doesn't have a car. He has bought a car for his pastor. Do you think the person goes scot free? So don't complain when like some things are happening in the person's life. Don't be jealous if someone comes to town and gives a, t- a certain kind of testimony. I'm giving this testimony. The Lord bless me. Just some few days ago, we were talking, and then he mentioned a certain amount. He mentioned twenty-two thousand dollars. You know, I'm like, hey, it's, it's, I mean, you will get more than that. Twenty-two thousand is more. You get more. I'm waiting for a million dollars. Yes, I'm waiting to hear a million dollars. Yeah. It's like you're jealous. Are you jealous? <laughs> Do some, don't be jealous. Rather do some. Have let the Lord show it in your hand that I need to honor my, my pastors. Yes. Pastor Eli is sitting here. You shouldn't let Pastor Eli be hungry. Pastor Eli is fighting in his house because there's no yam. There's no kinke in the house. After all the shouting, lift up your hands and begin to pray in the Lord. Say this after me. I'm going for it. I'm going for it. After all that, you wanted to go home and go and sleep hungry. What are you talking about? <laughs> After all the meetings, he's tired. And you are still meeting him 7 p.m. Sunday night. 
<laughs> One day he was telling me that he was moving from the small auditorium to this place. And about seven people were following him with problems. As their was going, they are following with problems. Sarah, can't you, can't you tell that I'm tired? Yeah. Many problems. All you know is problems, bringing problems. You don't know that. You should, one day you should also come and say that, Pastor, thank you for always listening to me. Here is $500. I'm annoying with it. God bless you. You, you, you have to honor him. The more you honor, the more you get. Or oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Those who understand, they, they, they know. They are very quiet about it. They don't talk. They know what they are doing. And sometimes I'm like, people, let other people come and do something. Pastor, please, don't, don't talk too much. We are, we, are, we are the ones the Lord has put it on us. We'll get to that. Don't worry. Yeah. They'll do it. And the Lord is blessed. Like when I see someone, I'm like, hey, actually, God is good. God is good. They have testimonies. There's one, there's one, one of our pastors in Kumasi. I mean, he really honors me a lot. You can come be a pastor and not honor your pastor. So you too, you will not be honored. <laughs> the key to honor is honoring. When you honor your pastor or when you honor your, the one sent from God to you. If you're a pastor, if you honor. When you honor, you'll be honored. Okay? Hmm. He's honoring me. And sometimes he will just text me like, hey, Poppy, this thing eh, is mysterious. <laughs> it's mysterious. Can you believe this, 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 this? I mean, he shared with some people for, let's say for 45 minutes. He shared something with them briefly for 45 minutes. And they gave him about 7,000 Ghana cities. I mean, what job will you do? 45 minutes of work. 7,000. 7, Wait, where is it that? Where is that? No, 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 you don't get it. That's $700, eh? Is it $700? $700. $700. $700 after talking for 45 minutes. How many people in the world have that? It's amazing. Yes. Seven, how many people work in Ghana for 30, 30 days and get 7,000? Yeah. You really? 800 cities. 600. Graduate, you have gone to school. Ah, four years of hard labor. The key to getting more is by honoring. Is that true though? No, I can't. I, can, I don't know how to even say it again for you to understand. Anna. Do you see? Yes. You must make sure some things are flowing to your pastor's house. Pastor Ellis is sitting here. Pastor is a very important person. I mean, he shouldn't be fighting in his house over rice. There's no rice in his house. Yeah, they have to count the rice to cook the rice. No, no, no. That's wickedness. No, he should be on it. Yes. Pastor Princess is here. I mean, Anna. You're a group pastor. Oh, Charlie, don't wait for the person's birthday. Decide that every month I'll do something. Yes. There's someone sitting every month. Yeah, people say every month they send me money. Every month they send me money. <laughs> every month. Yeah. Maybe I should give them the microphone to tell you if they are lacking. They are not lacking at all. Every month. Some send me thousand. Some send me five hundred, six hundred. Some send me. 2,000. 5,000. How some people, I mean, every now and then they'll bring me 5,000. Once every two months, they'll bring me 5,000. How some people who buy meat for me? They, do, they buy meat. <laughs> they make sure there's meat in my house. 
all the time. Oh yes. Oh, yes. I have people who buy cars for me. Yes. They all do like car, when it comes to car, we are doing I'm the one you're responsible for. Hey! Hey! <laughs> they are blessed though. Don't be jealous. Tell them, but don't be jealous. Me too. I make sure there's a car in someone's house. Eh? Me, me, as I'm talking to you. Me too. If I've not bought a car for somebody, nobody will buy a car for me. Yes. The car I don't drive. The cars I, I buy for those who are ahead of me. Are cars I don't drive. I buy it. Do you get it? Mm-hmm. I mean, usually a substandard car, but I'm buying this one for this person. The person needs to drive this kind of car. I should be blessed. Yes. Someone to make sure me to am blessed. Yes. Hallelujah. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.